What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 15 of the Bag Talk Show. We got an amazing episode for you guys today because what we're going to be talking about are four bold predictions for 2022 and how the economy will react. So what we did was we looked up a bunch of questions on Google, right, that everyone was asking and how the economy is going to react, yada, yada, yada. And what we found are four main questions. So we're going to actually tackle exactly what we think is going to happen based on everything that's going on right now. So let's just dive in, bro. The first question we found was, how will the Omicron variant affect the economy? So let's just tackle that. What you got for him? Yeah, man, it's scary right now. We see mm-hmm. it spike back up in China. Yeah. And then it's actually leaked over into Europe. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I see that entering right back into America. Of course. Like, yeah. it's not going to stop there. Mm-hmm. You know? No, for sure. That's the same thing happened last time. Exactly. So when I see that, I get scared because I'm like, wow, we're already trying to battle this supply chain issue over here. Mm-hmm. And so Omicron just means that there's going to be a bigger supply chain issue. I mean, yeah. That's what caused it before. Everything's made in China. We already know that, right? Yeah. So that definitely adds on to it because if everything's made in China, they're in lockdown, they can't supply us goods anymore, we're going to get hit. Yeah, and we're already getting hit from a supply chain issue from Russia and Ukraine situation. For a fact. And People even, forget that sometimes, by the way. Like, it, like It's crazy how short our memory span is. Exactly, like, yo, news moves so quickly. The exactly. News, but it's like, yo, we, man, we've already had a supply chain issue. Supply chain issue even prior to Russia Ukraine. Yep. So we had one already once COVID hit mm-hmm. that we're, we we were not even close to fixing. Yeah. And then Russia Ukraine comes and worsens it. Mm-hmm. And now Omicron caused another supply chain issue because China is now shut down. Yep. Scary times. Because what that does is then now we have to go to other sources that are more expensive. Then that increases the price of goods for us. All of a sudden, this impacts inflation, all that news. It's like a cycle, literally a domino effect, right? But I look at it as, yes, of course, supply chain is a thing. But the first thing that happens like, to me right away when I hear Omicron is travel. Like, that's what comes to mind. Like, yeah. all, all the flights, all the planes, everything, right? It has to come to a stop, essentially. That happened before. So, I mean, if it's going to go to China, it's going to go to Europe, it's going to come to America probably, right? Yeah. Just brace yourself. Like, stop not wearing a mask, right? Like, you should still wear a mask, I think. So if that happens, parks are going to shut down, airline companies are going to get hit because now prices are going to drop, to incentivize people to still travel, but then they took a hit on their stock. Now that affects the economy because now the stock market get hit. So I think it, like, continues to go like that because I think it will come to America. But what I think about as well is you bring up airlines. Air- airline tickets are going up right now due to this fuel issue with mm-hmm. gas prices. So that's the thing. that. That's true. I'll let you finish. Go ahead. So then I think about it like, okay, how do you get to increase prices right now due to everybody, like, you know, fighting for gas? Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, if Omicron comes and people are not buying tickets, right? you think that you think that this is going to... They're going to have to think about it, right? Like, if, yes, me as a company, if I'm Delta and I know I'm paying a higher fee for gas, would I still want to make at least some money? Or would I just be like, yo, I'm not going to make any money? Because if you increase the price... People are not going to travel as much. If you decrease the price, at least you make a little bit of margin. You lose, yes, but do you make margin? Yes. That's why I would say you're going to have to decrease the price. With Omicron going on, you're going to have to decrease the price. This is business. At the end of the day, am I losing? Absolutely. I'm going to lose either way, though. So it's like, all right, what's going to happen? Because people are not going to travel. Remember what happened. If this comes back to America, which most likely will, the economy will suffer. So that, I think, is just one question, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess you can say that. So that that's I don't know, that's my mindset at least. Yeah, it's possible. Right? So okay, the second question is how high will inflation rise? So this is a tough one. You wanna get them? 
Yeah, so so first of all, with inflation, we don't even really know. No one really knows how high it could rise, you know? Facts. There's and no crystal ball. There's no crystal ball. But I think that, like we said, we've seen inflation rise crazily in the past. Like, we've seen in 1965, the mm-hmm. inflation rate was 1%. Yep. And in 1980, mm-hmm. it actually got as high as 14%. Yep. So yep. who's yep. to say that in this time period, it won't hit as high as 14%, for yeah, example? exactly. Because the thing is, in, in that 14%, right, that was, I think, for a couple of months. The overall, the year was to about 12.5%. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when you look at it, and before then, in 1979, it was 13%. So it has happened, like yeah. 100%. You've seen it go. And it's not like it was... All of a sudden, like I think you said it, it's not like yeah. gradually or it, I'm sorry, not gradually. It just happened to 13 yeah, percent gradually yeah. increased. So if you look at it, guys, I mean, hey, seven percent last year as a whole year, seven point nine percent last month. Yeah, we're only looking like we're going to increase. We've already met the supply chain. So, yo, do we know the number? No. Do we know that's going to go up? I think we feel pretty good saying that inflation will go up. I will say, though, that, you know, the Federal Reserve back then, mm-hmm. they were way more reluctant to take action. Yep. You know, and so I would say our Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, you know, the, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. he seems to be way more on it. Right. Yeah. He seems to be way more active. Like, OK, we have to get this under control mm-hmm. because, you know, back then, they, I mean, they didn't know anybody. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty, but they waited way too long to react. Yeah. And then they had to take drastic decisions that eventually led them into a recession. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Jerome Powell right now is is actually doing a great job. Yeah. There's just certain things that are out of his control. Like, you know, you can't control a war happening in Russia, Ukraine mm-hmm. to set up your supply chain that was already damaged. Yeah, some things you really can't predict, right? Like, that was not something that anyone could see happening right yeah. off the bat. So that definitely makes sense. But overall, do you agree with that, that it's going to go up? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to go right? up. It's yeah, going, that's, it's going to go up. Exactly. That's what I think, too. Um, let's move on to the third question that y'all had. But before we do that, I think they got to do something, right? Oh, yo, could you guys please <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. And please hit that notification bell mm-hmm. so you know when we're dropping videos right on time. Exactly. So yeah. let's just move on to the third question right now for you guys. How will the economy handle Fed rate hikes? This is a scary question. Right. This is a very scary question because we talked about this before as well. It's like when inflation is going high, what the Fed does is they have to counter that. Right. Like you have to counter inflation. So what they do is they use a tactic where they increase interest rates. So now you increase interest rates. Inflation goes down. Simple as that. Well, as we talked about earlier in 1970 and 80, when inflation was going crazy, the Fed ended up increasing interest rate to 18 percent. That's a, that's a really large increase, right? Which Exactly. Which then ended up leading to the recession that you spoke about earlier, 1980. So the recession lasted from the beginning of the year till the end of June. July, it recovered. Then all of a sudden, in 1981, it came back because the job market didn't do well, which then lasted until 1982. And then we hit another one in 1987. So it kept on happening, y'all. And what that means for us is, I'm sorry to scare you guys, if interest rates rise, which they will, we've already heard, what, six interest rates hikes are coming? Yeah, six hikes are coming this year. Exactly. So if that happens, the economy is going to react, and I think it's going to react in a negative way because that just makes borrowing harder. When borrowing is harder for companies because they have to pay back a higher interest rate, they're not going to borrow as much. That means they're not going to invest as much. That means they're not going to innovate as much. And now companies not growing well, I mean, yo, margins get hit, and companies are the ones that actually really are the leading force of the economy. So large companies suffer. I'm sorry, we suffer. 
Yeah, yeah, and consumers too. We're not borrowing as much, mm-hmm. by the way. And like, it's 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 sad. Like, so if they increase interest rates right now, we're expecting rates of like, you know, twenty five basis points per meeting. Yep. Hopefully, right? I was gonna say I hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, right? That's that's the ideal gradual increase. Mm-hmm. Now, Jerome Powell has already made it clear that he's willing to move way more aggressively if need be. Mm-hmm. And as we predict, with the supply chain issue worsening, inflation is going to continue to rise. So those twenty five point, um, those twenty five basis point increases, yeah, might not be enough. I was about to say like baby food. There's like baby food. He's gonna have Honestly. to might probably do fifty. And it's funny because when he was when it was uh, being speculated that he would do fifty basis points, mm-hmm. you know. The markets reacted really negatively. That's when the stock market plummeted recently. Yo, if you guys want to actually fact check us, you can. Literally, go and check the day that he came out with that speculative news and see how the market reacted. Was it a red day or was it a green day? You could get your answer yourself. Exactly. Because when you say 50 basis points, you'll see how, it, how the market reacted to it. Facts. And so that's because the market does not like uncertainty. So it's funny. Yeah. The stock market can actually thrive in any environment mm-hmm. as long as there's certainty. The stock yeah. market is strictly based on are they certain about what's happening or uncertain? It's emotion. It's a lot of emotion that people have to go through, right? Because think about it. As a, a normal person, I don't like a bunch of surprises. You probably Do you like surprises, bro? Nah. All right, bet. I won't snuff you. Um, so... <laughs> So, like, if you think about it, right, (laughs) when you think about it, it's like no one likes surprises because you don't know how it's going to react. So if the people do not know what the Fed's going to do and the Fed doesn't know where supplies are coming from, what the businesses are going to go through, everyone is in a world of surprises. That's just going to lead people to getting scared, not investing. Boom. We're going to enter a market that's really bad. I won't use the R word, but we're going to end up going down that path. Yeah, for real. You, you, you can check the VIX. You know, when the VIX hits over 30, it shows like there's a lot of fear in the market. And the, mm-hmm. the VIX is the index you could check. It's like it's like a it's like a health check of the market in the sense say, of it's like, like a fear. temperature. It's like a temperature. Exactly. Yeah. The VIX tells you how fearful people are in the market. Mm-hmm. All right. So you want to keep VIX levels on the lower side. Mm-hmm. VIX levels have been high when there was uncertainty. Since there's been, you know, a little more clarity, Jerome yeah. Powell came out in the last meeting. He made it clear that, okay, there'll be probably six more hikes, yes. 25 basis points, and the VIX dropped much lower because mm-hmm. there was more certainty. And when that happened, we saw there was a lot of green days. The stock market had one of its best days in, a, in like over a year, I think it was. Yeah, I was just about to add on to that. Literally, as soon as he announced it, was, I think the meeting was on Wednesday. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday was green day. Green. All of them, right? Because they knew it was coming and everyone already said, like, yeah, he's going to increase 0.25%. It happened. He's going to continue to increase by that percent. It happened. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. So how we think the economy will, you know, react to federal hikes? Well, last time this happened, it wasn't too hot. And yeah. if he continues to go like this, it won't be too hot. Yeah. All right? So that's yeah. our prediction. Mm-hmm. The last question is, will labor force participation improve? Well, let's just go down and look at it, right? So in January, you added about nearly 400,000 jobs. Then it comes back to February, you added over 600,000 jobs. So that sounds great on paper. However, we're still below pre-pandemic. So when you think about it, do I think that the job market is going to increase? My prediction is yes in the short term, though. I think it will increase because people are paying more. When I say people, employers are paying people more because employers need humans to come and do work right now. Simple as that. So I think, yes, short-term-wise, it will increase. Long-term-wise, I'm going to let you handle that. 
Yeah, long term wise, I think that it will take a hit. I mm-hmm. think the labor market will take a hit because, like, producers are paying more for their products. Right? Absolutely. That's the PPI. That's how you check how much they're paying for their products. Yeah. CPI is how much consumers are paying, and both of them have been skyrocketed, hence mm-hmm. inflation, right? Yep. Now, I think that as we battle inflation, yeah. Ideally, you would want those numbers to come down, but mm-hmm. with the supply chain problem that we talked about, prices are going to be so high mm-hmm. that producers are still going to be paying so high, and so they have to get their margins right. Yeah. So they're going to start having to cut jobs. Yeah, because the most expensive things of actual businesses, when it comes down to it, are your people, right? Because think about it. like This is really sad to say this, but like if yo you can invest in something and it's like... I invest in XYZ and it gives me a great return. Yeah. I'm going to invest in that, right? For example, Square, they invest in Bitcoin and it gives them a great return. Mm-hmm. I don't think any human being is getting the same return as Bitcoin. <laughs> I just don't think that's possible. That's if you are, please let me know. For real. So that's people why I say people who invest in assets rather than liabilities. At the end of the day, I'm sorry. If you're an employee, you're not producing results, you are a liability. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Sorry. And companies want to meet their bottom lines, you know, because, you know, consumers are going to have a hard time paying for these products ultimately. Yep. And so companies have to, like, they're not going to just take a hit. They're going to be like, all right, if I can't get consumers to pay for stuff, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to cut some employees. And consumers don't have enough money right now mm-hmm. because, as the Fed already said, they're going to start quantitative tightening, which means they're going to stop the money flow into the economy. Yep. That means they're going to start dialing back. And that means there's going to be less money to go around. Mm-hmm. That's quantitative tightening in a nutshell. There's less money to go around. Mm-hmm. Consumers can't pay for high-costing items if they don't have money in the first place. Yeah, which all of this honestly sounds like a bubble that's mm-hmm. ready to burst. We're not saying, like, I don't want you to think, like, we're trying to scare you. But, like, the facts are facts. We have a video that's going to be linked below. Are we going to enter a recession this year? And honestly, there's a lot of metrics pointing to it. So it's scary, yes, but the answer to this question, I, let me know if you agree. Short-term-wise, I think, yes, we're going to see results to actually go up a little bit more. And then long-term, I think it's going to go down. Long-term, I think it's going to go down. Yeah, so <laughs> sure. there's your answer. So those are the four topics that we want to cover today to let you know how we think the economy will react in 2022. So if you're still watching, thank you so much. Please make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the video and hit that little notification bell because we drop two videos a week and you do not want to miss them y'all but thank you so much we're gonna check you on monday for rookie mondays but until then peace peace